Welcome to Screen Thoughts with Hollister and O'Toole. It was the 8th of May, 1945, the day war in Europe ended, and the start of the biggest party in history. Half a million people poured into central London. All eyes were on the royal family, on the balcony at Buckingham Palace. The King and Queen were proudly flanked by Princess Elizabeth in uniform and her younger sister, Princess Margaret. But no one suspected that the two princesses were busy hatching an extraordinary plan. Hey everyone, it's Hollister and O'Toole, where we are podcasting from the Hampton Film Festival 2015, which we love. In addition to O'Toole and I, we have our really good friends here, um, and we podcast with them earlier, which they did great, so they are as interested in film as we are. So say hi to Bill Hartz and Melissa Cohen. Hi, thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming. Great to be here. Yeah, it is. And we all last night went to a movie where we just laughed, and with all the sort of drama and documentaries and everything around there, one can only occasionally appreciate the ability to, um, to see something sort of lightweight. So we all remember from World War II. <laughs> um, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to start We're out. all alive then. Yeah. Exactly. None of us were, but you know, we talked to a couple of people, and a lot of people went in to see this particular film because everyone does. There's something sort of um, memorable about seeing World War II things, and there haven't been a lot of World War II things out in a while. You have to admit, nobody's seen a lot of them. So last night we went to see a royal night out. <laughs> Thank you. <Melissa. laughs> We went to see a royal <laughs> And a shout out to Melissa who chose the film. I guess right. it was a fine selection. Which, um, which, by the way, the only thing that's true is the premise in which it was based. And that is that on VE Day in 1945, um, Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret were allowed to go into the throngs of people uh, that night. Their parents actually wanted them to have their experience. Now, um, by the way, Queen Elizabeth said it was one of the best nights of her entire life. They were surrounded by 16 of their family, friends, and neighbors to make sure that they were safe. But they did go out. They went out well into the night. And they went oh, to in real life, she was surrounded by 16 They families. did. Yeah, we looked this up. They decided at dinner that they were going to do this. So they went out and waved to everybody from the balcony with the royal wave. We all know that wave. And then they all went out into the crowd. And that's really where the similarities end. So the film that we saw, A Royal Night Out, which was chosen by Melissa, I don't think any of us would have picked it. Bill, would you have picked it? Uh, yes. <laughs> you would have? Really? I think I did. Oh, okay. Bill picked it. Sorry. Not. <laughs> okay, then. So we went to see A Royal Night Out, and what does everybody think? Walk around the room. What do we think? I actually have like very strong feelings about it, because this is an actual incident that happened, and it was one of the very few movies where you actually see... Elizabeth, princess then, queen now, depicted having fun. Every movie she's in, every documentary, it's very serious, you know, in her, you know, crowning and and waving after every event for the past 80 years. Everything is so serious. And here we actually got what we thought would be a glimpse of Elizabeth and Margaret having fun and having Queen Elizabeth say now that this was the best night of her life. Well, you know what? 
Leave it to your imagination and that's a lot of fun. Well, let's take let's take a listen right now. There is a video out there of her talking about it being the most memorable night of her life. We'll even hear from the queen herself as she recalls what happened with real emotion in a rare interview. I remember lines of unknown people linking arms and walking down Whitehall. All of us just swept along on a tide of happiness and relief. I remember we were terrified of being recognized. So I pulled my uniform cap well down over my eyes. A grenadier officer amongst our party of about 16 people said he refused to be seen in the company of another officer improperly dressed. So I had to put my cap on normally. The interview shows that this was a night that would live with her forever. I think it was one of the most memorable nights of my life. So Bill, what did you think? I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I thought it was very, very well done. It was light, it was, it was breezy, it, uh, it was engaging. Um, you know, if, if nothing else, I thought of, in many ways, and, and you know, this is to a Yanks perspective, <laughs> um, uh, it was a, a more modern version of Downton Abbey because the, oh, the best yeah. parts of Downton Abbey, if you think about it, are the interaction between the upper crust and the commoners. And that's exactly what this film was about. You had the upper crust going out, mingling with the commoners, wow. and, mm-hmm. and 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 hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I never thought of that in the Downton Abbey, you know, perspective. But the other thing is, it shows Princess Margaret and Princess Elizabeth's relationship. And Princess Elizabeth is a serious one that takes everything very seriously. And Margaret, as she refers to herself as P2, uh, she said, nobody cares about what I think. But she's sort of the lightweight one. You can tell her parents think of her that way as well. And I, I couldn't help but think about how Princess Margaret fell madly in love with Peter Townsend. Does everybody remember that? Absolutely. And they wouldn't allow her to marry which him. Which one was he? Was he the race car driver? He, no, he was, he was the Gardner. horse guy. Wrong royal family. <laughs> There's a gardener. No, he wasn't the gardener. He was, oh my God. He was a man. fell in love with a photographer. Was that Snowden? Okay, I don't know who that was. I mix up Anne and Margaret. I do. Okay, Anne. Okay, so Princess Margaret fell in love with Peter Townsend and they wouldn't allow her to marry him. He wasn't high, high crest enough. And you could see, and then as she aged, she really lost that zest that you get to see in this movie. And even if it's not totally true, what is true is Peter Townsend went out with them that night. The night really? they actually went out in real life, real he was day. one of the 16 people who went really? out with them. Yep, he was. So. That's wow. very fascinating as you look back in history as to where they were at the age of 16 and 14, and here they are many decades later, and you know, looking back and seeing what they actually did and yeah. who they were with and how, you know, even though they were upper crust or royalty, um, they didn't get their way and everything. Uh, well, no, but they, they show the funny side, too, of the upstairs-downstairs life where the upstairs people, you know, she had no money. It didn't, you know, she sort of didn't ends think up about on a bus. It. And none of it's true, but it still shows what it might have been like for her had that actually, in fact, happened. Mm-hmm. So, and the only thing I thought that was really, they did shouldn't have done is she gets this, she meets up with the guy very early on who sort of walks, who stays by her side and she keeps losing him and then finding him. And that was so unbelievable that for me, that part didn't work. Did that work for you? 
I, I, I was going to say, it was remarkably, the relationship between the two of them right. was remarkably chaste. I mean, the, the one, they go as far as to kiss. Oh, they did. Oh, but, but, but without ruining it for and our listeners, you don't even see it. The camera That's right, pans away. When, when, in a very know, regal manner. In a very regal manner. And, 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 you know, and that's what, I guess for uh, Anglophiles, that's what you would expect because royals would never be seen kissing commoners, no well, matter... that was back then. What about today? Although you do hear a lot of wartime stories when people thought, you know, this could be my last day when London was under siege and there was a lot of kissing in the strangers, subway channels. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, to me, it was like Roman Holiday met the Princess Diaries. You know, I love Bill's mm-hmm. analogy to the upstairs-downstairs yeah. world. Yeah. And I want to ask Bill this, too, because, Bill, you're a real-life musician. What did you think about the music in the movie? Um, it, it was good. It, it was, all of it was sort of reminiscent of that era, I think. Uh, um, although there were no uh, popular songs. It was all composed for the film, as I understand. No, no, there was that no. one song. Oh, well, they uh, uh, roll out the barrel. Right, right. There were several uh, period songs think, that were absolutely played. I think O'Toole's thing is talking about the... the uh, Songs that were composed for the film. I don't remember one piece of music. Oh, Do you, really? Melissa? No, I was very. I got very caught up in See? the story and thinking like this is. This, I'm looking at royalty at that era, and I, I've spent a lot of time studying that and watching everything I can see and actually watching them have fun. Mm-hmm. That was not something you ever really saw of the royal family. If you think about it, you know, pictures and other. Uh, Films that we've seen, it's always very serious. There are not a lot of action shots. <laughs> in the movie? Have, no, in, in life, life for the royal oh, family. Wow. Well, Melissa is an equestrian, shots. and I have to ask, did you hear the story about when Queen Elizabeth went to the Kentucky Derby? No. And she really wanted to meet the jockey who had won. And either they forgot to prep him that you're just supposed to say, what is it, hello, mum, and, you know, bow. Um, he hurled himself at her. He, he hugged her. And the security and everybody, they didn't even know what to do, the handlers. I'm sure she handled it very well, though, because it's happened before. It was that incredible series of photos with her with all the U.S. presidents she's met throughout the years, because now she is the longest reigning monarch in history. No, I, I happen to be fascinated by her, and I, I think that she's a very interesting woman to have come from the family and the parents that she had, and and their sort of strife and her father really not wanting to be the king and her becoming queen at a very early age and really taking everything in stride and, and raising a family in sort of a very stoic manner. Well, the, the, they show, they layer in beautifully the amount of discipline. What I, what I remark about in terms of the queen is she's probably the most disciplined human being that's ever been on the planet. All of these years, she does every single thing she's supposed to do every single day. Including those little schnapps in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You don't? Oh, no. It's world famous. And okay, they got well, huge kudos at the time because they did not <laughs> evacuate. They stayed in England throughout the war. And they, they were exactly, and they participated, right. and they helped. Right, yeah, that's right. So that, so for me, that's what I honor her with. And you, and what they did in the movie is, even though none of it's true, and we have to say that over and over again, they did layer in those those qualities of both Margaret and her personality mm-hmm. um, that really, really made sense. You could see that she was disciplined, and she really. They were supposed to be home at one o'clock. I felt like we were yeah. in Cinderella or something. And she was supposed to be listening to the King's speech. Exactly. So you know. she did. And, and that's exactly why the film is feels so realistic because they don't go over the top with her character. There are some 
some slapstick scenes, um, but not typically the wheelbarrow, not, not including her, uh, or, or she's not the protagonist anyway of those scenes. Um, and, and I think that's what made it feel very realistic to me. I think that, so too. Because you, you wouldn't expect her to be kissing someone or... But she acted the way you would expect her right, if it exactly, were real. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, what did you think of the acting? Both of the, the, the lead actresses um, did a fantastic job. I, I have no idea what their background is or what they've been in before, but... Uh, O'Toole, what do you got? I would say the, 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 the woman, the actress who played uh, Princess Margaret was born for the role. <laughs> and she was there at the Hamptons Film Festival. She was, yeah. yeah. She was, yeah. She yep. was there. Mm -hmm. um, so, O'Toole, what have they been in? Anything? Yes, this is going to shock you. The woman that played Queen Elizabeth, Sarah Gaydon. She was born in Canada. She's from Toronto. She has 60 credits already. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It shows that we Americans know nothing. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. A Dangerous Method. Uh, Princess Margaret. I thought she, you know, she had amazing, amazing, vivacious, And you know, spunk. Yeah, didn't you love it? The yeah. The great comedic foil. Okay, you know. and what about the dresses? They're pink dresses? Yes, they're too I pink. Got to, even that scene cracked me up the where they're trying princesses. to go. perfect princesses. Yeah, they're trying to go incognito, and the footman says, you might want to leave the tiara here. <laughs> it might give the game away. That was <laughs> one of my favorite yeah. lines uh -huh. in the movie. Tiara, rather give the game away. Yes. Thanks, Mickey. And then I, the king and queen were beautifully played by, by Rupert Everett right? and Emily Watson. And you know what? They weren't in it enough, but you you know you loved seeing them whenever they were beautifully done. Did but you if Was you it? look back and you've seen the movie like The King's Speech, for example, you know that all right. related to it, and it's all absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was a lot of sort of fact within the fiction. Queen Elizabeth has inspired quite a few um, stage plays and movies at this point. Helen Mirren played her on stage and in a movie Absolutely. at this point and won the Tony. Um, so Rupert... Didn't you want him to say that there shall be dancing? Well, yes, because certainly My Best Friend's Wedding is one of his great moments in time. And please tell what me that you know something. Living. You know, about in real life did Queen Elizabeth and, I mean, at then Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret do the Lindy Hop? I don't know. I'd like to think they did. Right. Yeah. What would be really nice is if Queen Elizabeth actually sent a note out to the subject saying, let me tell you a few things that did happen that night. You know, like it would be nice if she could just give them something, you know, some sort of personal anecdote. And how likely is that? It's not likely. I mean, I think she would have done it already if she were going to, right? But I think that she actually has done one thing for royalty in the sense, well, she was so shielded growing up that she has maybe in too many ways allowed her, you know, sons and grandsons and family members to really live their own lives in a much greater way than she ever did. Maybe recognizing that that was, you know, being part of society was would enable someone to be right. a better leader. I, totally. I think that's absolutely true. Well, you know what's interesting, too, is when the writer who wrote the King's Speech, he had that script waiting for years because the screenplay writer in real life suffered from a stutter. So the King had always really inspired him. And they said that he could make the movie after the Queen Mother died. And we all know the Queen Mother lived to be, what, 102? So the screenwriter was 73 by the time the King's Speech oh, came out. Oh, I didn't out. know that. That's mm -hmm. so interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they handled the stutter portion really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they totally underplayed it in this movie. Well, no, but there was another, there were two things that bothered me. The first one I've already mentioned, which was, you know, she wouldn't have lost him that many times and found him again in, you know. But the second thing that bothered me is the two, the two uh, soldiers that the king put in charge of watching them would never have gone off to have They fun. were laughable. But it was slapstick. It was like, but it was to me, it was just, Don't yeah, but it was like on the verge of not no, it, it, out the window. I agree. It went too far. They would have had to do something to, to slip away from them. Not, they couldn't have done it that way. It wouldn't have happened that way where they walked off that job. I mean, does anybody agree that they should have played it a bit differently? Absolutely. I mean, watching them get undressed and having sex with prostitutes <laughs> in a back room while Most the two princesses yeah. were like... In the knocking shop. Supposedly <laughs> dancing. Yeah, those were the two things that I think if they changed it would have been a great movie. There were so many nuances that were, oh, I bet that's how she would have responded, that I think they could have done it better. Do you know how you would have plotted their getaway? Um... Maybe out the window. I, I mean, I don't know, but it would not be where the guys left their post. I just don't think that would happen. Now, that takes place at the Ritz, and they did, in fact, that night, they did go to the Ritz. They walked oh. to the Ritz through Trafalgar. So they did have some of the locations that they stopped in were the actual locations that, that happened that night. Do you think they wore tiaras? I do not. <laughs> I do not think they did. Do you think she let some guy call her Lizzie? Um, I don't know. I don't think she's ever let her husband call her Lizzie. <laughs> Or herself. But she and, and I haven't chatted she, about that in the many times that we've sat down for tea. So in the movie, she did say she was spoken for, but that her... He was overseas. He was overseas. Was that really Prince Philip? Did she know No, him she wasn't him? spoken for then. And no, I, I love... I, did you love the comment about the Germanness of them? When, when, when Princess Margaret says, you know, we're German, but we don't talk about it. Well, for Germans, they were a little tardy getting home. Yeah. I don't think Germans would ever be that late. Well, right. but actually, it was actually a great statement because Germans are so regimented, having grown up in a German family, um, that you do things at its time properly and you never miss it. And Much to Bill's dismay. She was in the, uh, she was half in the bag when she made that comment. <laughs> oh, she was? Yeah. 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 Had the Benny slipped in her drink and, right. um, you know, they had just spent years fighting the Germans. Did you know they had Bennies then? I didn't know that. Did you know that? Uh, that was what that was sort of a shocker, but I bet it's true. I mean, I would assume they had them back then. Opium has been around, for example, for hundreds That's of years. True. Yeah, this is really not new. No. Why haven't we talked about the, this 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 uh, romantic pseudo romantic relationship that she had with? Uh, well, because I missed the end because I had to go get seats for the next <laughs> film, so I didn't see the pseudo. -rom I missed the romance that I waited an hour. Well, for. my favorite part about the ending yeah, was the fact that when she was driving like a madman to get her new. Book, back to the base you know he was like well have you ever learned to drive no but I take advantage of the fact that I own half of Scotland <laughs> I've been driving since I was 11 <laughs> I felt that the the whole relationship I mean I understand what they were trying to do but the filmmakers what they were trying to what do what were they trying to do they they were trying to humanize her uh, right that she had a romantic Wilson, fling yeah. uh, you know and and um, it had dramatic possibilities. It never really got there. You never really believed that they could be romantically attached, I thought. Now, when they showed up at his mother's house, did she immediately recognize P1 and P2? Yes, she did. The only, interestingly enough, the only two people that actually recognized them in the film were his mother and the gangster. That's right. Who right away recognized Well, she introduced herself as Princess Margaret on P2. Right, well, but... but <laughs> Yeah, and but the logical response would have been, yeah, sure you are, right? And, but he realized right away who she was, and 
please look at pictures of my family. But while they were very shielded in terms of their real life, they were very public figures, especially during the war, because they, instead of fleeing, right, but of all the people they that, stayed and worked. Of all the people they came into contact with, at the bars, at the in the streets, and the dancing, no one recognized because, them. You know why? And that, by the way, that in real life does happen, because there's it's inconceivable they would have been there. So when you look at the per you don't yeah. you know you don't recognize that we they, they, they don't belong there right. they would you never be there. You do not recognize there. that which cannot possibly be in front of you. Correct. You know so that you know that would make that would make total sense. Okay, now I want to ask. I have to do a couple of my questions here. Okay, this movie's not gonna it's not gonna get distribution. Would Does, you agree? Doesn't it already have distribution? Why? It already has distribution. Why it's not? No, it's not going to have... Do you think this movie's going to move yes, forward? Yes, I think they announced that oh, yesterday. See, I, well, they may have gotten distribution, but do you think people will go see this movie? Yes, absolutely. I hope I so. I do not think so. I hope so, too, but I'm If they you, saw King's, the King's Speech, they should watch this movie. Well, the King's Speech was up for a lot of awards, but I don't think it had a huge amount of uh, revenue-based income from it, you know, so... I just feel like, gosh, I hope more people see this. The U.S. distribution rights were actually acquired at the Cannes Film festival okay mm -hmm. well it'll be interesting to see i don't i predict you know hollister's gonna make a prediction here i don't think it's gonna make it because i don't know i just had this sense in there of sadness if i wish more people will see something like this and could see the traits that that i think that they layer in even though the there's no facts around it you know um i think it's gonna be popular with teenage girls Absolutely. They need to tie it to uh, to uh, Downton Abbey. When does the season begin for Downton Abbey? The Downton Abbey January. season, actually, no, it's begun already. No, but here in the UK, London, yeah, right. and it starts right in in January, the second week of I'll January. Bet, I'll bet. So okay. to follow up on what you're okay. saying, I think it will be popular in the U.S. I have a feeling not so much in the U.K. That's interesting because I think that the British have less tolerance for for you know viewing their queen in anything but. You know the absolutely royal and the bad hat. Right? Well, which I thought they were trying to take into consideration. Okay, now also, did any? We are Americans, and of course, as Americans, we're very narcissistic. <laughs> and so, I just want to say, did anybody notice there was n not an American flag to be found? And well, I always thought American that flags. I thought was very few. Out. No, there were when they were in the streets yes, waving yep. the flags. Well, were, well, did I not see them? You might have stepped out already to save us our seats for the next. Uh -huh. I, you know, we should we should give Hollister. That would be me. A little bit of attention here because I did leave early to <laughs> Thank go. You, yeah. Thank, Thank you, Hollister. Yeah, we do love you. Thank you. Yeah. So much. And all, by the way, and I didn't out. do very well. I only got the third row for the next movie. Still, you snuck out and got past security. I did. You know, I think overall, compared to all of the movies we've seen this weekend at the film festival, that this was one that I will remember. Mm -hmm. Well, also, at least we could smile. There's a lot of heavy film at the at the film festival. I feel like this definitely transported me to another era, mm -hmm. and I was in that world. And taken away for mm -hmm. the two-hour period. And it was. It was such a celebratory night that they were remembering. And it was nice because Queen Elizabeth is so known for her sense of duty and obligation that it was nice to see that twist where you see that her palace can really be a prison, where she's not really allowed out of that palace very often, and you, you did have sympathy for her. But she admitted, even today, that that was you know, the best night of her life. One of the best asked, nights of her life, she because said. Because she yeah. got to taste I mean, think about world. that, you guys, seriously, mm -hmm. you know? And what about the fact that she went out in her uniform, and in order to be incognito, she pulled her cap down, <laughs> And that one of the people surrounding her said they would not be seen with a member of the military not dressed 
properly. Now, by the way, mm-hmm. just another little piece and of she trivia. And she built her hat back up. That's right. The, the, the other piece of trivia is that night, that is what she wore. She wore her, her uniform and her hat, which is one of the reasons they felt she wasn't recognized that night. Wow. Well, it's like these movies we've seen a lot with the daughters of the president who sneak out of the White House, yeah. you know, and all they really want to do, even the president is order a pizza and be a normal person for one night where you're not recognized. Okay, so we we really hope that if it comes to your town, we highly recommend you go and just have a little good time with it. It's very entertaining. It's a pleasant memory. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, mm-hmm. pleasant memory. And it's pleasant memory to have seen so many films with you guys, really the best. So Fabulous. much fun, yeah. thank you guys. Yeah. So fun. fun being at the festival with Bill and Melissa. Yes, thank Bill and you Melissa, so much for hosting us. us.